Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Excuse me. Praise the Lord. Remember, only the living can praise the Lord. And uh, we are alive. So if we are alive, we should praise the Lord. We should be able to open our mouth. The Bible says, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. The scripture also says, I have given you the mouth that the enemy cannot shut down. If our mouths are not shut down, can we rise up on our feet and praise the Lord? God bless you. I thought we needed that. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We honor you for your faithfulness in our lives. We thank you because you are the very reason why we are alive. We thank you, Lord, because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We thank you because you are the king of all kings. Even those who we call kings, you are still their kings. And you are the Lord of all lords, the ancient of days, the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the beginning. You are the ending, almighty father. You are the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. With you, there is no end. There is no beginning. That's why we are so grateful to have you as our Father and our Lord. The word says in Exodus 15, 3, you are a man of war. The Lord is your name. The book of Isaiah says you are the almighty God, meaning that there are gods, but you, are, you only is the almighty God. And we are happy that we have you as our Father. We thank you this morning. We pray, Lord that you minister to us this morning. Your people will see you and not me. They will hear you and not me. Lord, I come humbly that you give me the utterance to function. I will not speak words of my own, but your words, Almighty Father. Your words that will become engraved in the heart of your people. On a daily basis, they will draw strength from your word in the name of Jesus. At the end of it all, let all glory be yours, Almighty Father. There's nothing new that I'm going to talk about here, Lord, that you have not spoken to your people about. But this morning, let it be a special one that will remain permanent in their hearts. And it will be deeply rooted. And they will use every day to overcome the challenges of life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So, let's come alive. We are winning. We are winning. We are winning in 2020. We are winning, whether Satan likes it or not. We are winning in Jesus' name. We are not defined by what the people say. We are are not defined by our circumstance. We are not defined by the government. We are not defined by the bank or by the uh, medical report. We are defined by the word of God. We are people of faith. And we trust God for what he will always do in our lives on a daily basis in the name of Jesus. So, Pastor, thank you for the privilege to, you know, I've, not been, I've preached um, in this wonderful church a few times, but not the uh, series. So I'm actually excited to be part of the series this time. And um, to be given something by my pastor to preach about. So um, I'm so grateful. So we want to continue on this series, Everyone Touching Hurt. Heaven touching hurt. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And heaven touching hurt means that 
go and Joseph allowed God to invade his space. It means that even touching it means that God invading our space. You see, in this part of the world, we like our space. We like our space so much. But when heaven touches the earth, it means God invades your space. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with Joseph. Yeah. God invaded. But God will not allow, God will not, because he's a gentle man, he doesn't force himself on people. So he will not force himself on you. So until you allow him to invade your space. Praise the Lord. He doesn't do that. He will not do that. Joseph allowed God to invade his space, to take control, to dictate, to tell him what to do, to obey the command. That's exactly what Joseph did. That's what he did. You see, in this day and age, we thank God for Jesus Christ. We thank God for Jesus Christ. So you and I, we have a reference point. We have the scripture as a reference point. We have the word that's been shared in the church. We have Christians. We have everything around us to help us. But those days, there was, that was before Jesus came. There was no reference point. So some, for, for you to just have a dream and somebody to tell you that that woman whom you are planning to get married to or you are engaged to, she's pregnant. I mean, just imagine how you feel. I mean, just, just imagine how you feel deep in the inside of you. You see, that's exactly what happened to Joseph. You see? Now, the Bible records that in the scripture we are going to read, Joseph was a, a somebody who, who, was, who was, I would say, today is nice. Because what he tried to do was to make sure that he doesn't displace her shamefully. He doesn't want to disgrace her. That's exactly what he tried not to do, not to disgrace her. So in the book of Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, verse 25, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. And verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. So I would say he's a kind man. And most of us are kind here today. Most of us are nice people. We look, we look so beautiful this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Don't do that thing because of the Holy Spirit. Verse 21, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save the people from their sins. All these two places to fulfill what the Lord has said through the, through the prophets. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So here is the main 
the main thing now. Here's the, the focal point of this whole thing. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Just that? As simple as that? No. No. Not that simple. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Not even consummation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That was a very difficult thing. That was invading. And it's an invasion. Invading his life. Taking over his life literally. Now, let us begin to dive into it now. What would make you allow God to invade your life? What would make you allow God to invade your life, invade your privacy, take over your life, dictate things to you as it were? What would make you do some things just because of the fear of God? That's what we want to dig into this morning. There's an anchor. There's an anchor. And my family and I, this year, we've decided that anchor is what we are going to hold on to. And we are trusting God that he will take us through this year, 2020, in the name of Jesus. But before we get to that anchor, let us look at something very quickly. The truth is, the purpose of your life, you and I, does not revolve around us. The purpose of our lives revolves around God, God, God. Not I only, me, I, myself. No. We were all created to have a personal relationship with him through his son, Jesus Christ. This cannot happen without a healthy fear of the Lord. It won't happen. We thank God for grace. But by the grace of God, he has given us healthy fear of him. Reverence. Praise the Lord. That, that child is prophesying. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Don't let us be distracted, please. Okay, the door is shut now. So, healthy fear of the Lord. Healthy fear of the Lord. So the anchor, we are getting close to the anchor now. Now, I want us to look at, that God wants us to look at in this year, 2020. And when we, you see, before, even before I came here, Pastor was talking about independence, uh, we giving up our independence. The uh, young lady that came in, she gave, spoke about it, and uh, her mom also came and spoke about it. And uh, my brother, Lee, and I were sharing at the back. They've already preached my message. Pra praise the Lord. So you can tell that God is here. Yeah. Bible says, where two or more are in his name, he is there in their presence. He says, if we agree concerning a thing, it shall be established. And Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, when you pray, believe in your heart that you have received answers to your prayer. It's sorted. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to put this up there. So no, I want to go. Yes. Just the beginning. Okay. Yes. Thank you, sir. Now let's dive into it. 
I will be, I'll, I'll be time conscious. Let's start with Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. He said, we've heard all. And now here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear the Lord and obey his commandment. Because that is the principal duty of mankind. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. He said, after you've heard everything, here now is the conclusion of the matter. Fear the Lord and obey his commandment. Now, the fear we're talking about here, I'm going to explain it. It's not the fear of uh, you're afraid of. And I will tell us a scripture now that is really talking about that fear of the Lord. As a matter of fact, there are more than 300 places in the Bible where it says the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. 300, over 300 in the scripture, in the Bible. So that is where we're starting from. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. The fear of the Lord is the primary responsibility of mankind and to obey his commandment. I say, okay, why? Let's go to Psalm 103. Psalm 103. I will look at chapter 11. It says, as high as the heavens, as high as the heaven is from the earth, so great is the love of God for those who fear him. As high as the heaven is from the heart, so great is the love of God for those who fear him. And you're still not convinced. Let's look at um, verse 13. Verse 13 says, As a father has compassion for his children, so also the Lord has compassion for those who fear him. Compassion. Love. And you go further to verse 17. It says, From everlasting to everlasting is the love of God for those who fear him. It didn't stop there. You read further. It says, and his righteousness will be with his children's children. Love, verse 11. Verse 17, uh, 13, compassion. And verse 17, total package. Not just love, righteousness with our children's children. Why? Because we fear him, Right? Now, let us look at that fear. Because that word fear is a concern for a lot of people. Let's look at the fear here we're talking about. It says in the book of Proverbs chapter 22, very clear, one phrase, Proverbs 22. It says, humility is the fear of God. Humility is the fear of God. So this is not the kind of fear you say, oh, I'm afraid of him. He's just been humbled. So forget about the word fear now. Let's focus on humility. Because the scripture is very clear. It's not saying the kind of fear that you have as a citizen of New Zealand. I personally do not break the law because of the fear of the consequence. I love my wife. I won't do some things not because I have a fear or I'm afraid of her, but because of love. 
Praise the Lord. You see, that's not the fear we're talking about. I drive, I try, I control myself, I try my best by grace of God. I drive, I try not to drive over 50 speed limit. Why? Because of the fear of the consequence. That's not the fear we're talking about here. This fear is the fear that emanates from love. Praise the Lord. From the love that you have for God. That's the fear we're talking about here. And that's what makes him crazy about us. He looks at us, and even though he has created us fearfully and wonderfully, and we are unique, we are, cho- we are a chosen generation, he looks at us, and he says, everything that I have created, I have compassion for. And he has compassion for us. And he says, nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So whether you fear him or not, nothing. But here is the thing. Because his grace is so much upon us and we love him. You see, because his grace is so much upon us and we love him, we humbly submit. We humbly submit to this King of kings and the Lord of lords. We humbly submit to thee and we share our space. We give up our space. We give up our space for him, just like Joseph. So that is why this year, 2020, are we going to give up our space? Yes, we are going to. Yes. Yes. We are going to give up our space. We are going to. Because, not because we fear him, but because of Proverbs 22. Humility is the fear of God. That's what Joseph did. Because the, it does, it, this do, this does, things don't involve around us. It, they involve around God. Here it is, the reason. Here is the reason. We are the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. And because we are the body of Christ, he uses the body to fulfill his aim and objective. And if the body does not give, us, give up his pace, he cannot use the body. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, let us look at that fear again. Then we'll go back to um, humility. I've quoted scriptures from Old Testament. And I'll quote a few more in Old Testament. If we look at Joseph in, Je- in Genesis chapter 42, Genesis chapter 42, Joseph was able to convince his brother to bring Benjamin because the Bible records in Genesis 42, he said, I am a man with the fear of God. That alone convinced his brothers to decide to bring Benjamin to that land. Because he wanted them to prove. He knew them, but he wanted to prove that, look, I, number one, he wants to see his brothers, his younger brother and 
was planning to bring the entire family into Egypt. So he said, when he, he realized they were doubting him, Joseph told them, I am a man with the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter 1. After Joseph died, and those who knew the king died, and the king died, everybody died. Now the Israelites were being persecuted in the land of Egypt. Exodus chapter 1. And two women, the midwives, the Hebrew women that were taking delivery of children, were told to kill the male children. Because the Israelites were feeling, uh, they were not becoming afraid, they felt threatened. They said, please kill any boy that is born. The Bible records that these two women, because they had the fear of God, did not kill those male children. And the Bible records that God, had favor, God favored them and God established their family. That's number two. Number three, the Bible records that Pharaoh, Moses told him in Exodus chapter 9, he said, all that is happening in Egypt is because he lacked the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Because he lacked the fear of God, that was why everything that was happening was happening to him. And the last scripture I'm going to quote in the book in Old Testament is about Moses. In Exodus chapter 18, the Bible records that Jethro, the brother-in-law of Moses, told him, he said, excuse me, you are doing too much. There's too much for you to do. You need people that will help you. The Bible now says, Jethro told Moses, get representative leaders with the fear of God to help you the people that will not collect bribe. Clearly in the scripture, it says, get the people with the fear of God that will not collect bribe to represent you. All these are in Old Testament. You say, yes, but that's just Old Testament. Let us jump into New Testament. And we start from Matthew chapter 10. Jesus himself said, do not fear anyone who cannot kill the soul and the body, but fear the one, the God, that can kill both the soul and the body and send it to hellfire. Jesus said so. So let's go back to that word fear. Humility. Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. Humility is the fear of God. Praise the Lord. Humility is the fear of God. Now, giving up our space in 2020 means that we will look at ourselves as individuals and as a church. We'll begin to make space. We're already making space for God. But we will make space the more for him in the year 2020. We will make more space for him in the year 2020. And the reason why we make more space for him is because he's our father, he loves us, he's done so much for us. And the only way we can also just, because we can't pay him back. 
We can't pay God back. There's nothing we can do to pay God for all the things he has done for us. We can't work to make him happy. We can't work to fulfill anything. But in our own little way, the only thing we can do this year is to make space and allow him to invade our space. Make this peace for him. We already love him. We love God, yes. But we want him to invade that space. You see, there are things that, there are places we can't get into because we are afraid. There are things we can't open up because we are afraid. But that fear is not the fear of God. Praise the Lord. The fear of God is being humbled and giving everything up for God. Like I had a prophecy, I had, there's, there's, there was a revelation God gave me this year. At the beginning of this year, about more people from, people from other cultures invaded this church. I think Sam, Sam is the only person I shared it with. Other, people from other culture will invade this church this year by the grace of God, whether we like it or not. Praise the Lord. They will. Now, they are coming to invade our space. And when they invade our space, all we can do as the children of the Most High God is to embrace them. There are people you have never invited for lunch or dinner in this church. This year, 2020, let them invade your space. You see, the inner caucus thing, inner caucus thing, it doesn't work with God. We are all the children of God. So the Lord wants us to fling our doors open. Fling your doors open, the doors of your heart open. Fling the doors of your house open. Bible says the head is the Lord and the fullness. Sorry, I'm quoting King James Version. That's what I'm used to. Bible says the, the head is, is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. It says, wherever the soul of our feet shall, uh, shall tread upon, we shall possess. Let people come and invade your home. God gave you the home. He gave you the money. He gave us everything. Like me, this year, I've started. I said, the fear of God, yes. God, help me with humility. I want it. Number two. The people that I have never invited, that we have never invited, my family and I, we are going to invite them to our home. Some people are dying for invitation. Some people are dying to know you, but they don't know how to approach you. Some people want to know you, but they are shy. Take the lead. Because you are the daughter and the son of the Most High. People will invade your space in 2020. Get ready. Like Joseph. Joseph obeyed. He obeyed. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. That is the principal thing. In man, for mankind is for us to have the fear of God, which is humility. I'm finishing now. A lot of people just want to be spoken to. We just need somebody to reach out to them. They are going through a lot. Yes, God has blessed us. We have a church to come to. 
unlike those people who go under the ground to worship God. Because they can't worship God openly. But God has blessed us. We have a church. We have wonderful brethren to fellowship with. There are people who want to raise prayer points with us. We just need to reach out to them. And allow God to invade our space. When we give up our space to God, we are saying, Lord, who am I? It's about you, not about me. It's not about me. I have not shared my, someday in future, I will share my story with the entire church. I have not shared my story, a man from a very humble beginning. But when I look at what God has done in my life, I say, it's only God that could have made this possible. Only God. Sometimes I look at it and say, God, how is this even possible? And some of us are like that. When we look at our, where we are coming from, and some things we lay, hand to, uh, lay our hands onto now, and we hold them tightly, we should not forget where we are coming from, the humble beginning. That is what God is interested in. That is why he says, humility is the fear of God. This year we will make up our minds as individuals, as a church, and we'll give up our space by the grace of God. By the grace of God, we'll give up our space. And I know God is already speaking to some of us now. That ah, it's true. I've not, I've not actually been reaching out to some people um, because I'm probably shy. I don't know how they are going to undo me. Um, maybe uh, I don't know. Be courageous. Go to them. If you can't approach them, send them a message. Can you please come over for dinner? We are one family. Bible says one will chase 1,000, but two will chase 10,000. When we agree, it's easier to reach out. When we love one another with the love of God, is we're already, we already doing, but just that I'm warning us or that this year, 2020, people will invade our space, whether we like it or not. As long as we're the children. We are the children of God, and he loves us. So we're already thinking in our minds. This morning, let us make conscious effort and aim to be like Joseph in 2020. It was a ridicule. Today, what Joseph did was a ridicule. It was a shame. It's something he can never share with his friends. That woman, that is my wife, I'm not the one responsible for that child. He couldn't have been able to share it with anybody. Praise the Lord. But Joseph was happy. Joseph obeyed. He responded. What God wants us to do is to respond. Respond. And I am trusting God we are going to respond this year in the name of Jesus. I am trusting God that we will reach out to those who we, whom we have never reached out to in the past in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm trusting God that we will open conversation with those people we have never even spoken to in the past in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm trusting God that even, even in our places of work, we will reach out to people we think they are, they, they, they are too far away from us. We will reach out to them and they will see the glory of God in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm trusting God that this year, we will just say, Lord, it's about you. Yeah. 
not about me. Let's rise up on our feet, please. Lord, it's about you, not about me. It's all about you, Lord, not about me. It's all about you, almighty God, not about me. That is the focus this year. This, the, the cheers will be filled this year because people are coming into this church by God's grace. By his grace. By, this is a, a, a church of grace. We are standing on grace. We live on grace. By the grace of God, this, the church will be filled more than we expected this year. We are expanding. He's enlarging our coast and he's preparing our hearts so that when they come, it would not be a surprise and it would be easy for us to cope. God is invading our space this year. Let's trust, let's lift up our hands and say, Lord, invade my space this year. Invade my space this year. This year, 2020, invade my space, Lord. 